0: it's one of those things that we uh we talk about here is gaming with blaine kylos so we're gonna get started with a trailer it's the legend of zelda
1: okay let's go All right, Blaine Blaine, Blaine, Kyle is is here
0: with us. It's time. Tell us about The Legend of Zelda.
1: Well, this is a game that we've all been waiting for for more than six years. This is Tears of the Kingdom, and it is, in a word, spectacular. This is a game that picks up where Breath of the Wild left off. And what was really interesting about Breath of the Wild is it kind of reinvented what we think of when we think about a Zelda game. This is a franchise that goes back decades and the original Zelda games were top down and you could only move up and down and left and right. And you had this really weird little sword pixelated animation that you use to defeat the enemies. And we've come a long way since then. Breath of the Wild invented this world Um, Which is not unique to games, but it was something different for a Zelda game. This is an open world, a completely vast space that you can explore. And Tears of the Kingdom creates a sandbox in a way that Breath of the Wild just couldn't. This is really a place where your imagination is the limit of what you're able to do. So some of the new things that it's brought in are crafting So you can modify weapons with a variety of objects from the world. You can attach a boulder to a sword or a stick to make it a more powerful weapon. And you can also, in the most imaginative ways, engineer and build contraptions that you need to solve the environmental challenges that are a part of this vast world of Hyrule that's been created here. So you have to cross a lake. And the only way you can cross the lake, because you can't swim across it, it's too far, you have to either you know, invent yourself a raft, but then if you've got no propulsion, you have to figure out a way to propel the raft across the lake, or you've got a massive valley that you have to cross. And so you've got to create some way of flying or floating or getting across the valley. And there are already incredible inventions that people have come up with in this sandbox of a world creating rockets essentially to do all kinds of crazy things. It's like Minecraft and Lego fused with the incredible adventure of the Legend of Zelda. And that's only a part of it because the story here is quite in-depth and it's quite detailed. And this whole package is something that proves how important tenure. And consistency is to a development team because the same developers that built Tears of the Kingdom built Breath of the Wild. They started building this sequel immediately after the last game released and you can see that consistency in the game itself. Now, it's not all incredibly beautiful. It is beautiful for what it is, but I have to call out the fact that Tears of the Kingdom really is stretching the technological c- capabilities of the Switch. Breath of the Wild launched the Switch, and we're really seeing how that system is limited in terms of what it's able to do. I think that the developers of Tears have pushed this about as far as it can go. You are going to find some resolution and some product or uh, performance issues occasionally. I'm guessing that if you're playing a Zelda game, you're going to overlook those quite easily because the complete package is just so compelling and fluid that you're not going to be bothered by that frame rate issue. It's a game that we've been waiting for a long time for, and it was worth the wait. It feels to me, and I'm only a few hours in, I've got a lot more time to spend with this game. It feels like a masterpiece.
0: That sounds absolutely fantastic. Um, it's good stuff. Uh, Blaine, uh, Blaine Kylo, Kylo is, is here, with, here us with us on the shift, and he's uh, on Zoom right now. We're trying some new things, so you're going to hear a little echo in my voice for a second. It might go away. Um, okay, Blaine, so tell us a little bit more about gaming and phobias and people who are going through stuff. What do you got there?
1: Yeah, this is a really interesting way that developers are trying to make games more accessible to everybody and that is by um, acknowledging that people are sometimes scared of things and one of the more recent examples of this is in the game grounded which is a game that my 12 year old has been playing a lot lately this is a sort of adventure game where you essentially play as a kid that's been shrunk down to the size of you know a little bigger than an ant and you're taking part in these really amazing adventures in your backyard. You're grounded in the backyard. And the main enemy in that are wolf spiders. And these things are terrifying in the game, especially if you have a phobia, if you've got arachnophobia and you've got a fear of spiders. And so one of the things that the developers of Grounded have done is they've actually created an a way that you can sort of activate an arachnophobia mode. And so those spiders become like cats, they become kittens. So you're not being chased around by spiders anymore. You're being chased around by something nice and fluffy and friendly instead. And this is happening in other games as well. Developers are finding ways to recognize that they want everybody to be able to play the game. And even if that means that you might have a thing for spiders. That's, That's a, a genius, a genius idea,
0: idea, really, when you think about it, isn't it? Right? Like, it, that, you know, th- that someone's afraid of spiders, so they're just not going to buy your game, so turn it into kittens. Why not? I, mean, I think it's really
1: smart. And it's simpler to do than you think. Once you've built that in, you just literally replace a skin for another skin. Now, I'm sure that there are game developers out there who are, freaking out right now because I've oversimplified something that is actually quite complicated, but it seems to me that once you've built the skeleton, once you've built the frame for that animation, putting a different sort of picture on top of it is fairly seamless.
0: I'm Shane Hewitt. It's the shift. Blaine Kylo's with us working on some audio in the background, just so you know, some little echoes might pop in and out. Please forgive that one. Okay, Amazon's got some new devices, and I'm not even going to say what they are, Blaine, because I know that there's some secrecy around this. So if anyone's going to get sued, it's you. So what's happening?
1: Well, the secrecy lifted this morning. So it was only secret overnight when I sent you the notes. It's not secret anymore. I got a chance to talk to Celine Lee, the country manager for Alexa Canada, who introduced me to two new Echo devices, the Echo Pop and the second generation Echo Auto. She explained that globally, Amazon has sold more than half a billion Alexa enabled devices since they first started selling in 2014. And these are two of the new ones. The Echo Pop is $55, bucks, a really cheap price point here. A compact smart speaker that comes in four colors that releases on May 31st. Celine told me that it's ideal for small spaces.
2: Echo Pop makes it easier than ever to add Alexa to any room. It is a perfect device for those that want to bring Alexa to any space. An apartment, a small corner of the home, a dorm room.
1: Sing speaker. It's about like you took an Echo Dot and cut it in half is kind of what it looks like. It's got the LED notification strip on the top of the device, and it's got even more functionality if you've got an Eero Wi-Fi network in your home.
2: To add even more value into this small size, we built the Echo Pop to support Eero built-in which enables uh, the device to add up to a thousand square feet of Wi-Fi coverage to your existing era network.
1: But it can do more than just that because if you've got other Alexa devices in your home, you know, that they're all connected. Celine talked about a couple of the features that she uses most in her home.
2: One thing I do a lot at home is announcements like, Hey, Dinner is ready, a (laughs) tab, it'll bring in every room. Um, My most favorite is the multi-room music, so you play music everywhere. And then you walk through your home and it's synchronized. You don't even hear the difference and every room has the music playing, so you can do that. It's fully compatible with all of your Echo devices.
1: Amazon also announced the second generation Echo Auto. This is an $80 device that plugs into your um, car and your smartphone. And it essentially brings Alexa into your car through the auxiliary input or the Bluetooth connection of your car. Because one of the things that slain mentioned is that the average age of cars on the road in Canada these days is 12 years. So there's lots of cars out there that aren't like mine. That don't have all of that hands-free smart functionality that makes navigating and taking calls so seamless. Designed to
2: hear you while driving, music, over the air conditioning, or even the road noise that are um, in the cabin. It is really great for anyone who wants to add Alexa to their car and enable those smart features.
1: It also turns your phone into a driver's display Display. if you don't don't have have a screen in your console, but you've got to make sure that you're not touching the screen because as long as you're only looking at it and using the hands-free capabilities that Alexa will give you, no cop is going to ticket you. So keep your hands away. Audio only.
0: Audio Audio only. Can Can you hear me okay? Just by the way. Yeah. Okay. Um, Blaine, Kylo, it's absolutely fascinating. The stuff that you've got going there. Um, That's for sure. It's, um, I I I haven't tried it. I haven't ever had one in the house. I mean, I've had the HomeKit stuff. And so, you know, there's a lot of flexibility that's coming. Uh, We didn't think about crossover. Are we going to get crossover between these devices so we could take advantage of all of them?
1: Some degree that's already coming into play with things like Matter, which is the sort of functionality that we've talked about before, where it's a common language, essentially, that all these different smart devices are going to start talking which will provide a little more connectivity between the different families of devices.
0: All right, Blaine Kylo, it's a technological world. Thank you very much for being here, brother. I appreciate it.
1: I'll be over here playing Tears of the Kingdom for the next probably three or four weeks. It's
0: the shift. We will be right back. We'll talk to Blaine again next time
1: this week.